This is the Two Guys Being Dudes podcast with your host, Jared Camden and Jason Adams. Two average guys just being dudes. From MMA to golf, from Big Brother to Fargo, Bacardi to Grey Goose, they talk it all. guys being dudes it is sunday july 1st somehow we're recording this in the morning i'm like you'll hear it in my voice like man the pool got me yesterday um it is two guys being dudes the early morning edition uh jason how much junk mail do you get a week physical junk mail uh let me think i would say in the neighborhood of like 40 pieces It, it should Shouldn't we all band together and like legalize this? Make it illegal for junk mail? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I said legalize. Yeah. Make it illegal to do this shit. Like, there's no return address. That's what gets me. Like, that, I can't, like, there's no one to get a hold of. It's the one like, thing oh, I like, the, what I do like about junk mail is that somebody actually had to spend money to do it, right? You can't make it magically appear in my mailbox without the prerequisite 30 some cents, right? Yeah. So I feel at that point, you want to invest the 30 cents, go for it. It's these freaking people that call me all the time that really irritate oh. me, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. But you don't answer like a, a number you don't know, right? Well, I try not to, but unfortunately, I'm in sales. So if somebody's calling me, there's a pretty good chance it's garbage. But for that one person that I don't answer, it could be a deal. So I, I try to answer them all. Oh, my God. But now that AT&T has that thing that pops up and says suspected spam caller. So I know I can avoid those. Well, what's scary is sometimes when you do answer it and the robot kind of sounds human. Oh, yeah. Hey. And it's like, whoa. Like, it's like the technology is getting there. We're like, they're going to have robots making these. Like, it'll be Watson, IBM Watson shit going on. Like, are you a human being? Like, I'll have to like, you'll have to ask that at some point. Sorry, I cannot do that. The, uh, the junk mail, though, the one thing that gets me is, like, the big catalogs, especially because you kind of know the seasons. Hey, we're coming up on Christmas, so I'm going to have 5,000 catalogs. I don't mind the catalogs, but uh, those have to be more expensive to ship, right? Oh, my God. Dude, the J.C. Penny catalog we oh. got when we were kids, that oh. was, like, 29 pounds. The Sears catalog? Oh, oh thick, dude. Thick. Remember what, when you get the holiday one? It was like, here comes the Christmas list. Like, let's go, motherfuckers. That's like, right. oh. I missed that shit. That that was awesome. But yeah, I mean, that had to be expensive as fuck to send. But do they make a deal with the post office with like, hey, we'll send, you know, 50,000 of these out if you guys give us like a huge cut in the price of us sending it. Yeah, yeah. They have to. That would be my guess. I, I don't know how else they do that because we have, since I live in a big building, I don't have like my own mailbox, right? I got a mail slot now. I'm sure you're yeah. probably the same thing. And that little slot's not that big. And they stuff that thing. Like, if I'm gone for, like, two days and Steph gets these huge, like, furniture catalogs and all that kind of stuff. I mean, that little mailbox is crammed tight. And the best thing about our mailroom is that there's a huge garbage can right next to the thing. So, usually, it's like I literally go up. There's the one thing I'm looking for. And I throw everything else away. Well, that's what I was going to say. So, same thing with my area. There's like this little dumpster, like trash can, but it can't handle the junk mail, man. It's every single person just throws it away. The junk mail is never like just one piece of paper either. There's always something that falls out, like a clearance sale. So, that's all flying all around the mail area. That's annoying as shit. Hey, and by the way, water beds or not, what's it called? Bed, bath, and beyond. Mm -hmm. Like, are you fucking kidding me with all these goddamn 20% coupons? Like, just have your store be 20 fucking percent off. 
the coupon is a goddamn eight by ten photo. Like it's so stupid how big it is. It works though. I tell you that much. That's the one coupon we keep and we use it all the time. I'm always like, all right, time to go get a new electric toothbrush. Going to save 20%. When in reality, if I just go to Amazon and I Google the exact same toothbrush, it's probably 25% cheaper on Amazon and they'll bring it to me versus going to Bed Bath & Beyond. But that coupon draws me in because I'm always like, ooh, I could really, especially when you get the one that's your entire purchase, not just the one single item. That's the Yeah, that's, that one's junk. That one's terrible because then you'll go in and it'll be like a woman in front of you with like eight of the coupons and oh, they'll yeah. like do eight different transactions. Oh, and they don't care. They're just sure. Let us figure out how to take all this money off for you. The people that work there. That's a weird place to shop bed, bath and beyond. Like it's got a lot of fucking shit. That's cool. Like the one here, I mean, there's a billion of them here, but the one that's closest to us is you kind of, there's, you walk into a building, there's a huge sign out front. It says TJ Maxx, bed, bath and beyond fitness, 24 Walmart. So right Whoa. when you walk in, if you make a right, there's a Walmart, like a real Walmart, but it's mainly groceries, but it's a Walmart. If you take an escalator down, if you get off to your left, there's a big workout place. But if you keep walking straight off of the escalator, you walk into Bed Bath & Beyond. It's the weirdest kind of setup. Yeah, uh, that's, that's weird, Josh, uh, bedfellows there. But um, They just crank. I mean, that Bed Bath & Beyond has got more shit in it than any place I've been into, but it's probably one of the smaller Bed Bath & Beyonds, too. But I love it. I have a lot of Bed Bath & Beyond shit now that I think about it. Yeah. I really do. We I all have do. a lot of it. There's yeah. a reason they're, they're doing really well, right? Because yeah. they get guys oh, like yeah. you and me will go into it, and, of course, women love the place. I mean, it's well, they always have like some cool electronic thing I haven't seen before, like right when you first walk in. So I'm like, yeah, it's almost like a radio shack for like the house in a way, like yeah. instead of electronics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and by the way, my washing machine stopped and the John Cena music played while you were talking. So. Oh, damn it. I was so hoping. So maybe, yeah, so on the podcast, maybe somebody may have just heard it, but yes, there was John Cena's music playing in the background. I will edit these podcasts and bring that in in the background i'll fade it in and fade it out just so, so i can hear the cena washer and dryer that's the greatest washer and dryer music of all time oh it's so funny it's so cool when you came up i'm like i have to play my dryer for one minute for you so you can hear the song with it but, so the dryer doesn't make the noise anymore no it just stopped i'm like uh maintenance is coming up to do some uh, work in my place i'm gonna be like hey man can you make the john cena music come back on my dryer please <laughs> so it's me going a little bit man yeah <laughs> Yeah, I'd be ready to fold. I'd be like, dun, 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 dun. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. There's a car commercial right now that's using John Cena's music, and it's him in the background singing, like rapping the song. Yeah. I'm like, that is, that's wild, man. That we started watching wild. that uh, Blockers, Cock Blockers last night. Was that any good? Uh, I only made it through like half of it before I fell asleep. I had gone out. Uh, yesterday was the uh, Dr. Mem uh, Wrigley Day. We, had, we enjoyed it. Okay. We did the Wrigley experience and then we, we had some fun and we went to the game. We got great seats. I mean, it's a kind of a holiday weekend with the 4th of July coming here. So it's always packed this weekend. And we'd actually given our seats away. And my cousin and I gave our seats away to a couple of his friends that were coming in town. So Mike and I just kind of went over to Wrigley, waited till the first inning was almost through, walked the street and picked up two great tickets for 30 bucks. We were like, awesome. So we did that. And then, then we went out and had some fun. We went to a really nice steak place for dinner, did all that, got back home by 8.30 or 9, <laughs> put yeah. a movie on, and I think I was out cold by 10. So, Because I, I didn't text you because you, I woke up and had to take a piss, and, and I saw your message. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. 
Jared's going to think I'm up late. He's thinking I'm not an old man anymore. <laughs> no, I was, I did the pool yesterday, man. So I was like, I started at like 10 AM. I left the pool at like four or five. So I was just, I'm burnt. Like I'm just not burnt, like physically burnt. Like I did a really good job with putting um, suntan lotion. I was very, very proud of myself. Um, yeah, but I'm just, I'm fucking exhausted. I was going to say, you look pretty white right now. Yeah, I'm not too bad. Oh, you can see I wore sunglasses, I guess, but yeah. whatever. Um, Let's talk about Snoop Dogg. Uh-oh. What's Snoop Dogg? Okay. Nothing bad. But like I saw like it's an Instagram story and it was like Snoop Dogg on there. Is this not one of the most amazing like transformations of like any person in like uh, pop culture ever? Like from being Calvin, what's his real name? Rotorous? Something weird like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like the suspected murder of like, I mean, went to trial for murder and everything. It was like all the CDs were like kind of like banned, like. Snoop Dogg was like not Snoop Doggy Dogg was not someone you wanted to fuck with. To like now he's on TV with Martha Stewart, like laughing about marijuana and her going to jail. Like, is there is it not one of the greatest transformations of all time? And where can this go for Snoop? Like, is Snoop done or is he like peaking now? Has Snoop lost uh, his core audience? That's why I always wonder. I think he gets like he's an honorary member of the like black community forever. Forever. So right. even though he like even though he's pretty damn you know sold out to the white community, I would say when you're doing TV with Martha Stewart, that's as white as you get. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. So now when he was doing Gin and Juice, and everybody was rolling with their top down. Yeah. And that was his thing, and there were white people that were taking offense to it because he was you know cursing and using you know hellacious language. I yeah I don't know I think I don't think Snoop's lost any of his street cred but maybe to the really really hardcore he might have lost some but most I wonder of what the what the young kids think of him like do they even go do they like are there kids that even know about like the the Dogfather and like all those albums from way back in the day like Doggy Style like probably it, do they even you think so yeah I think music's so accessible now because like you're in Spotify you go ooh I like the song that Snoop did and then you see all his other work. So I think they probably have an opportunity to listen to it easier than like when we were younger and you were like, oh man, I like this album. I'm now going to go hunt. I'm going to go to the public library to see if they have it. Or I'm going to go to Buzzard's Nest and try to get this record. I mean, now. Well, but but it's, they're going to find it by someone playing it on their phone. They're not going to physically hold the actual CD. So I think that is a less invested in that sense. So when they hear old music, like it's just, I think music moves so fast now. No. I don't know how many kids other than like, like hearing it from their parents would like find Snoop Dogg doggy style. See, that's strange. Cause I remember like finding my family's music, right? I found my dad's yeah. old Rod Stewart albums and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I really liked it and listened to it. You don't, as a kid now, can you imagine your kids going through and finding beastie boys or stuff like that? That, that those are the, you know, and, and how do they find it? Cause I, I mean, I don't know. I would have to think really hard oh, if I own, Spotify though. Yeah, no, but I'm trying to think now, do you, I don't own any physical media anymore. Like I'm trying to think if I own a record anywhere or a CD or DVD, or if I've just thrown them all away and gotten rid of them all. Cause I don't. Uh, at the pool yesterday, a guy gave me his, uh, his CD, sort of guy. He th- it was like in a waxing and he like, he frisbeed it into the pool to me. I was like, this is wild. I'm like, I brought it over and my uh, neighbors, Heather and Lauren, they're like, how do you even play a CD? Yeah. I was like, I don't fucking know. Like, I don't know what, 
I guess I'd shove it in my Xbox and see what happens. But no, I own like three DVDs. I own that guy's mixtape and like that's it. Yeah, I've got DVDs that I own strictly for the sake that they're cool as a collectible, not for the fact yeah. that I'm going to pop them into a device and watch it. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. we did that the other day. We went to Kingston Mines and and the, the female guitarist who we love, Joanne Connor. She's awesome. Right. She's just I don't know if I've ever taken you to see her, but she's one of the best blues guitarists I've ever seen in my life. We always try to support her. So we always buy her CDs. Right. Okay. So, so we bought the CD you know, it was 20 bucks or whatever. And and it was a packed house and not many people were buying them, but I still think she's one of the best of all time. So we got it. And I was. Looking at Steph and I was like, I have no clue how we're ever going to hear this. Right. It's yeah. like, I don't know where I'm going to pop it in. But fortunately, I didn't even think about it. I hopped onto Spotify and all of her music's on Spotify. So I was like, oh, nice. So the album I just paid 20 bucks for, which was more of a supporting measure was now nah, I've got it. But yeah, so that's I was just thinking that was the only I don't know what to do with it. Like I have the CD and it's just laying around like I don't. It'd been better if I just gave her the $20 and maybe I could help society and not had extra waste. Cause I'm not yeah. going to really do anything with that CD. It's amazing. A CD just be like $17. So let me, I got to go back up though. Cause you did throw me off a little. So you're at a pool exposing your body to the sun, huh? trying to really tune yourself up. And a gentleman decides he thinks you're cool, nice, attractive. What's the, what's the impotence of this? I'm just going to throw my mixtape over to you. Well, actually I had a good buzz on and my, one of my buddies was like, can you get this guy in? And I was like, whatever, like I'll try. And then it finally they were like, Oh, Hey, that guy just got in. And I, I wasn't really paying attention. And I turn around, there's a guy with like a black button up with like bananas on it. And like, he's in like black denim pants, pants and like black shoes. I was like, who the hell brought the waiter from fucking Fridays? What's he doing? <laughs> They're like, that's the dude. And he heard me. And he's like, I, I, I'm the guy you, like, you got in. And I'm like, oh, shit, my bad, man. And he's like, no problem. It's all good. And he just slings me his, like, his disc. He's like, give it a listen, man. And like, I look at the sisters. And I'm like, I'm never going to listen to this. Like, I don't even know what I, how I could. Like, I have no idea. We've just and lost I, like, another guys being dudes podcast fan <laughs> yeah, yeah he seemed like the kind of guy that would be definitely into it but i mean even like back in the day it was so cool to like get someone's like uh, buy someone's cd and like go through their album like the actual like booklet that came with it like oh, having yeah. the booklet like was such a cool thing and now it's like there's just none of that man like i'm sure now if you actually bought like the new yay cd or anything like that it's probably just a piece of paper there's probably nothing like behind it yeah yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess I guess people still buy those things. It is you do miss those because like like the old vinyl, the album covers were, you know, half the experience of getting the album, you know. Yeah. And then even 100%. when you got CDs, like you're saying, I love pulling the books out, open them all up, especially when you open one up and the whole CD feels heavy and you realize yeah. that 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 little slot is just crammed full of stuff. You're like, ooh, what yep. what lies here? You know. So I remember a really good one is. Um... Oh, come on. Soundgarden, super unknown. And it has like all the lyrics to the songs, but like every page is like very, very different. Uh -huh. That's a real cool one. And I, uh, I, one band I always loved theirs was uh, uh, Nirvana. Ooh. Yeah. Nirvana had a, a really cool stuff inside all the booklets. And they always and, had cool uh, album covers too. Yeah, yeah, wild stuff. By the way, very interesting on their first album, there's a song where like the actual chorus is Nirvana. Uh huh. But the song is not called Nirvana. Right. It, oh, drives me insane i'm like why would they have just had like this song and just called it nirvana but it's got to be the greatest name of any band of all time by the way it's a great name 
Great name. They Great stole band. the entire word. When right. you say Nirvana, people don't think of like ecstasy, like perfectness. They think of the band. You know what's interesting too? Uh, we went. I went to a Clippers game. Uh, this was that like is a interesting. Year. No, but this was like a year ago. Oh, I was right. doing this, and whoever I was with, we were like trying to figure out if people knew who Nirvana was and like Kurt Cobain, and then if they could name an album. They knew who Nirvana was. That's easy. Kurt Cobain, but they cannot name an album. The album names are just so weird for me. In Utero, such an easy one though, right? Yeah, but it's like I don't this like we're saying this next generation of kids. Yeah. Like they don't it's not about album names. It's just songs that they hear probably on Spotify. Yeah. So okay. Maybe if we had anybody here who was actually young, we could really figure out what's going on in the world. So I think what this means is if we look at everything that yes, Snoop has sold out, but he still has credibility in the white or in the uh, his original core audience. I will say this, and I mean, you can back me up if you want. You can go against it. That's just a guy being a dude. Absolutely. Yeah, he, Snoop's just kept it real. I mean, and he's got such a broad audience now. I mean, by the way, crazy, he was Snoop Doggy Dog, and now he's just Snoop Dog. It's like he like graduated college. Like, congratulations, you're Snoop Dog now. I just think it's funny, his approach to marijuana, like all these guys who are stoners and all this kind of stuff. Now, it is so, I mean, you saw Chuck Schumer, I guess uh, Thursday proposed the complete legalization of marijuana in the U.S. Uh, yep. Not just as a recreational form, but it was to get it off of a Schedule A felony type of drug, and into, so that way it can be used in medical and all that kind of stuff. So now, of course, as the world revolves, somehow I'm going to become a Democrat in my later years in life because I believe that's the right path to go. But if you look like how just upfront marijuana usage is now, because I mean. That thing with uh, Martha Stewart, they were talking about having a blunt, right? I, yeah, they were, yeah. I mean, that's pretty funny. I mean, Oh, it's hilarious. I mean, it's funny-ass stuff, man. She irritates the hell out of me. She's on Chopped now, and yeah. and I, I just don't like her. Like, I wish they would is just Is she real? Her. Like, is, is you think she's, like, being real, or do you think she's, like, completely different when I, the camera's... I, I think, well, I think she's uh, knows how to sell, right? And she... She's turned herself into a, a reasonably decent product now. How many beers? Uh, seven. Whoa, I'd need like two and a half. Really? Oh, wait, is she famous? Oh, she well, oh we're talking the package that is today. Seven. That's the whole nine oh, yards. The, yeah. Give me like two and a half. Oh, I know. We have different levels of standards. Give me like some natty daddies. I'll be fine. <laughs> Uh, You're like, oh, no, duels will work. I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Just carving up a little bit. Um, no, I mean, it's interesting how like how their brands are. Because like, and when we grew up, we would have never thought that Martha Stewart and Snoop Doggy Dog would even. We think they're like arch nemesis. Oh yeah, the act completely like, opposites, right? They would just yeah, but she plays her role so fucking well, man. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's amazing what marketing can do for a person. Yeah, uh, I saw one of the reasons I said that too is I saw a little bit with uh, Tony Hinchcliffe doing uh, a roast of Snoop Dogg, and he said he was a uh, shit, so, so the oldest California raisin left, or something like that, <laughs> or like a dried up California raisin. It was fucking hilarious, man. I'll never give it the respect. Uh, I went back and watched that roast of Emmett Smith when uh, Jamie Foxx murdered that guy's career. Oh, I never saw that. Oh, you, my God, you've never seen the roast of Emmett Smith? No. Oh my God, Jeff Ross. It's uh -huh. like the first time like people actually get to see like Jeff Ross. Right. And like, he's like, 
this isn't a roast. This is a fucking barbecue, motherfuckers. <laughs> it's like, I mean, it is serious. They, they show the crowd. There's like two white people in the entire crowd. And Jeff just, he rocks it. But this guy gets up. I won't give up too much here, but Jamie's, Jamie Foxx is uh, mic'd up the entire time. And this is like, in, this is in Las Vegas. Uh, Emmett's getting roasted and Shaq sitting directly next to him. Um, the old uh, Cowboys coach, Jimmy Johnson's there. Um, but dude, this comedian gets up there and Jamie can talk at the same time. And it's just crazy what Jamie does to him. Oh, it's yeah. one of the best, it's one of the best YouTube clips of all time. I'll have to go look it up. Nice. Um, I had to bring this up. I went to Southern Wine Spirits. Southern, yeah. Uh, their headquarters up in Cleveland. Um, they were like, stay for, I had to give a presentation. I'm like, Hey, stay for lunch. I'm like, no problem. Um, lunch comes in Chick-fil-A. Free and free Chick-fil-A. I don't care who you are. You're like, yeah, I'm good. I'm sticking around. Right. So I made a comment to someone. I was like, you know, I'm a big tater cook guy, but I'm a big waffle fry guy. Cause I like to take the waffle fries, put them together and have the chicken in the middle. That's just fucking what I, I don't like. I ever, yes, the bun's good at Chick-fil-A and everything like that, but just give me the fucking chicken fingers and I'm good. Um, go figure. Uh, the guy walked back out cause I think he's getting more food. Jason, the waffle fries never came. They just ordered chicken, not waffle fries. Can you eat Chick-fil-A without waffle fries? I can, yes. I, I can. I do quite often. Not because I don't dislike. I love the waffle fries. I just try. If I'm going to splurge, I'm more of a double chicken sandwich guy than I am chicken sandwich waffle fry guy. Because I like to also do one spicy and one regular. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I picked this up. And for some reason in my head, I think, well, this is healthier because I'm not eating the fries. But the reality is it's probably twice as bad for you. But yeah. but yeah, I like I do like the spiciness. And sometimes I used to do double spicy. I've never done two originals. But okay. I found that while I do like the spicy, I like the original. Now, if we're going out, like in like especially I could have drive through and there's a bunch of people, I try not to be an idiot. So I'm just like, yeah, give me an, a spicy a number two combo. And then I get the waffle fries. And my favorite part about the exploration of the Chick-fil-A menu are the awesome ketchup packets. Cause I literally love the idea that you could pull and squeeze or you can pull back and dip. That was just genius. I think they're, and I think those are expensive. I think that's why Wendy stopped using those. Cause it's like, I don't think that's a cheap thing to make. Oh, probably not. No, but yeah, they're, you're, they're paying for that. So but, uh, I, wait, you eat the original first and then the ch- spicy. Like, no, you have usually, a, no, no, no. I always go spicy first and then end with the original, but I'm also like, I'm a, I'm a mayonnaise guy too. Occasionally, not all the time, but occasionally like on a, your chicken, on the spicy chicken, ketchup, mayonnaise, yeah. pickle, Fuck out of here i know what? i know it's just do you ever order oh. do you ever order cheese on them uh dude I, i've told you i barely i haven't had chick-fil-a much in my life um but so i don't i yes maybe i've never know. had cheese on that's why i always wonder because i see people because they have the one that's like it comes with a whole grain bun and a tomato lettuce and a slice of cheese and now i like the mushy white bun that's got grilled with a little butter and i like the single pickle that's a big huge thing for me the reason I don't get Chick-fil-A is because, like, why don't I just go get, um, oh, shit. Oh, it's out of my mind right now, the place I was going to say. Hot chicken takeover? No. Uh, oh, my God. Oh. We're going to have to move on. Like, it is not even anywhere in my brain right now. Wow. You love it, too, man. Oh, anyways, it's a chicken place. I can't believe I didn't bring it up for the fucking. It's a chicken place. BW3s. No. 
No, 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 no. It, but it's like chicken fingers, just like what we were just talking about at that place. Oh my god, Eddie George. Like, no, 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 no. I, we've definitely never had it together. Oh my god, canes, canes. Oh, raising canes. Yeah, I was wondering why you didn't bring that up because I, I thought you would. I had it on my list actually. When they, yeah, because if you get the double sauce and you get like the biscuit on the side, I'm shocked I didn't think of Canes the other day. That, that was a big mistake by me. And I like the crinkle cut fries. I think that's a good call. I like those. Not um, near. So, so you would have been fine with the chicken being there. For me, it's disrespectful for the chicken for me not to have waffle fries. I, I understand the dilemma, but there's two, two things I'm going to bring to your attention. When ordering in large amounts for like a meeting like that, the fries just don't hold up. Like to me, they like I love them when they pull them out of the grease, put them in the thing, and hand them to me. Mm-hmm. That fifteen minute gap from getting them there to bringing them to you, they lose so much of their quality that I would rather go with the double chicken sandwich strategy at this point. But that's just me. So I I like my food extremely hot, extremely fresh. And I know if you're saying hey, that was fine. So to me, it would not be a disappointment if there was lukewarm waffle fries. I guess my only thing I would say is if it was normal fries, normal fries can't travel. No, no, no. They can't travel at all. Waffle fries can travel because they're, they're like waffle fries are usually crunchy. Like you don't get like soggy waffle fries. There's something just in the waffle fry. Yeah. There's something, there's something that science can't even solve that's in that fry that automatically makes it crunchy. Like to me, I've cut waffle fries before with a waffle fry cutter. And I still don't understand how it works. <laughs> Wait. Oh, whoa. Holy shit. How do they cut that? Yeah, I know. It's this device and you got, and it goes through and it makes these waffle fries. The, the, the magic and the blades and the way these things come off. Trust me, you could think hours huh. on trying to how to figure out to make that work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Uh, hey, by the way, the new White Castle finally opened. Which one? On, in the short north. like Oh, like where the old life. one was? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that one finally opened. Dude, yeah. It has a fucking drive-thru. It still has a drive-thru? So the the building is like, so they own the entire building. Right. And then there's 29, I think, apartments up top. So they have their own parking garage. Well, there's three entrances. Of the, there's the exit, the entrance, and then there's a fucking drive-thru for the White Castle. It's this impossible fucking U-turn, like, there's like the whole time you're in there, you're like, shit, like, am I going to make it? Uh, so I got the uh, chicken rings and I got uh, mozzarella sticks and Jason, you know what I was doing? You put the mozzarella stick through the chicken wing that, and then you put ketchup on it. One bite. Everybody knows the rules. White castle undefeated, man. Think of, think of this. You, waffle fries are crazy to make. Think of how they make the chicken, chicken ring. That means well, they just like no, no, they just stab the chicken directly. No. <laughs> no, yeah. That's how they do it. I saw it on fucking National Geographic. <laughs> so, making up a fucking chicken ring, dude. <laughs> so let's let's talk about this. I, I, I've lived in some unique places in my life, but nothing. Yeah. I mean, come on, right? The apartments have to smell like Whitey's. No, there's like, so this is their jewel. Like, this is their, their number one place. Right. And... They have like this, some sort of system, dude, where they're just like blowing shit out. Like it is not going to smell like. It's going like to take it somewhere. Oh, at some point. Did it yeah. smell like White Castles when you dro- drove up to it? No, it just smells like cement. Huh. How long has it been open? Like a week? Me, I was thinking about that. Yeah, a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, uh, it's open until like four. I'm going to so hit I mean, it when I'm down there. It is fucking so bright. 
I'm going like, to go Wednesday to it. I'm going to go to the Bare Naked Ladies concert with the Craig. And then I'm going to drive over to the multi-tower White Castle and get it's fucking, it's insane. two double sliders. All right, cool. Wait, two double sliders? That's yeah, all like, you get? Huh? At that late at night, yeah, because I'm not going to be drinking much. I'm just going to enjoy something. No, I, I get way too much White Castle. Way too much White Castle when I go. But I'm like so excited when I go to White Castle. Like I really love White Castle. Yeah, I love Whitey's. But... So that White that uh, the White Castle right by me, the uh, headquarters. Yep. They're bulldozing all that. They're building like a whole new community, 250 apartments. Um, and the, there ends up, ends up being like 70 companies are going to be back there or something like that. So there's going to be five buildings. Is Whitey still going to be there? Yeah. And it's going to have an amphitheater. Like for in the what? middle of the entire, for like bands and stuff like that. Like it's wild, man. Like White Castle is like showing out. It's got, and then like the founders of White Castle have a really interesting name. So and then like they're using the name as a play on words for what they're calling the community. But dude, I'm like, I think it'll be done in 20 Is it called like, the White Community? <laughs> Cause that might not go over too well. <laughs> no, I forget. I, but it's an interesting place. Cause I was like, why'd they call it that? But like this area is going to be ruined. Yeah. Like traffic's already hell here. They're like still working on this goddamn train track. That's getting crazy as shit. It looks so, like, uh, we oh yeah. Have... We should have a, a guest joining us right now. Yeah. Yeah. Let me go admit him. Yep. hundred percent. Hello. How's it going? Whoa, whoa. We got Kyle on the phone. Uh, it is early in Los Angeles. It's 730, but uh, we've got the uh, legendary young Kyle with us. He's got the best nickname, young Kyle, because no matter how old you get, you're still young Kyle. Um, we, need yeah, some things, so. we need some things clean, uh, cleared up here. Uh, Jason, I'm going to let you interrogate our uh, guests a little bit. Well, can, let's just roll this back a little. Good morning, Kyle. Good morning, Jason. How are you? Good, man. How you been? I'm good. I'm good. Just living, living life out here. I, I, I had some concerns last week we were doing this podcast and what Jared was telling me made me think that you have totally lost your mind and maybe somebody had kidnapped the Kyle I knew and replaced him with a far less knowledgeable and understanding human being that would trust any kind of their future life in the hands of young Jared. So you're going to have to help me out here because I don't think Jared has any knowledge of what's going on. So my understanding is that you've made a commitment to a young lady. I have. Okay. And part of that process is you're going to get married. That's true. Okay. Jared explained to us on the podcast last week that he is an, uh, an official. He is. He is currently the officiant of our wedding. The, okay, so I'm not quite sure what that means. Can you tell me exactly what that role's responsibility is? So Jared's the one that stands front and center of the entire wedding. All of the guests that have traveled across the entire world, the United States, to marry Lauren and I, do his speech, do his spiel, explain everything that he knows about me and uh, makes, he makes the wedding. He is the centerpiece of my wedding. Jason, I'm telling you right now, 
I'm pretty sure I'm going to need pyrotechnics when I come out. I need people. I need to set a tone when I come out to let everybody know who I am. I am what this wedding is about. I am showing them how great I am. This is, I mean, it's just lining up perfectly. It's, I'm just so happy on my day. I get to get do everything I want to do. It means a lot. So uh, I, I got to get, <laughs> I, I got to get this right. So, so there it is. Your gorgeous bride, Kyle, strapping young man. Beautiful. Beautiful. Beautiful young man. One of the most handsome men I've ever met in my life, right? We'll just put that on the table. Unfortunately, for our, our people on YouTube watching this, Kyle only called in, so we don't have that. It's probably smooth. That's how he stays so handsome his, in our minds. I will say this right now. I'll say this right now. His jawline is as handsome as that phone that like, shows up. His jawline is that chiseled. Oh, That's yeah. a jawline that you can't argue with. It's more chiseled, significantly more chiseled than that phone. Yeah. yeah. So here we are. So we're 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 down. We're your your bride's in her dress that's taken her months to figure out and pick out. You're in this tuxedo and looking extremely sharp. Maybe are you in uniform? You might be in your military uniform. I don't know. I haven't decided. I think I think I'm just gonna roll with the tuxedo though, so I don't stand out too much. Okay. Maybe. Cool. I, okay. Then how about this? I wear the uniform. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds amazing. Given that's that's given valor. That's not stolen valor because it's your uniform and you're giving it to me. I like it. So, I, does that, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do you ever get your sword out and like just like fling it all around and shit? <laughs> no, I never did that. Oh man, I would have that sword out all the time, man. I'm not gonna lie. So does <laughs> does your bride have an official too, or is this an efficient? Or I'm confused. Is so Jared is representing you and bringing you guys together, but does your bride have someone doing that nope. as well? No. Nope. Nope. The second that I uh, I knew that somebody that was you know outside of the church could do it, I just immediately chose Jared for the two of us. Jared's uh, never met Lauren, and obviously Lauren's never met Jared, so that's why a lot of my friends that have met Jared, um, they, they've said some interesting things, mostly that this will be an exciting time, and a couple of them have said I was a bit crazy, so um, <laughs> Jared's coming out here soon, and hopefully uh, hopefully him and Lauren hit it off. And when you so say a couple... I'm more worried about this. Yeah, when you say a couple of people, you mean every person has said this to you. I would have every person. All right. Yeah, every person. <laughs> All right. I am a fun time and I legitimately get everything done and do everything correctly. So I think I'm, I'm a shoe in for this. Like I'm going to rock this. This is true. This isn't like most people get nervous. Like I know I'll have absolutely no nerves with this. Like it has nothing like in, in all honesty, it has nothing to do with me. So it's going to be like so easy to just completely knock this out of the park. Like there will be absolute, I mean, I'm not being cocky, I'm not trying to be like too cocky. I mean, there is going to be a moment where it's like, okay, like it's go time. But uh, I think, I mean, the celebration of love, especially, you know, Kyle's such a great guy. Like this will be a slam dunk. Like this is just like you were saying, Kyle, it's going to be fun. I'm fairly and certain. I, have, yeah. I, I don't even know what shoes I'm going to wear yet. <laughs> I have no doubt you're going to crush it. Absolutely crush it. I want everybody there crying. Oh, what? Oh, shit. You want crying? You're trying crying to get Jared loud. to go straight? You think he's going to do a straight presentation? You don't think there's going to be it, comedy it, involved it, in here? It, it's got to be the mix of funny. And then, and then you, know, you know, Jared does this thing where he's just crushing and making everybody laugh. Ha, ha. And then all of a sudden, it's like in one solemn moment where it's like, oh, shit. Like, he's got it in him. That whole trifecta of, like, 
going full Jared. Uh-oh. Wow. Full Jared? <laughs> That's not even I gotta see, even I gotta say, hold on a second. You got this. I promise you got it. I cannot I mean the bets, the betting line that I'm gonna put down for this is gonna be spectacular. Like so there's some stuff I need to know. Is there like a uh do you guys do like cause in my wedding we actually had cocktails prior to the wedding. So we had like a, a pre reception. So everybody kind of gathered, had some cocktails. Then we kind of went in and did the wedding thing. And then we came out and had more cocktails. Is there a pre cocktail opportunity on yours? I'm I'm just going to let it be known that alcohol will be flowing continuously for sure. Oh, but I'm not, but I'm not drinking the day of like, not, I, I won't do that. It's like too important. So I will not have a drink or anything like that. Like leading up to it. I appreciate I appreciate well, that. That's good. That's yeah, good. I, that's no, it's too, it's too. So, yeah, he also was too, not going to drink so for a year. Be... <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? I said you were also not going to drink for a year and you came up to the finish Whoa! line. And... <laughs> First off, I said 30 days and then went up to 60 days and I was like, I'm going to make it 110 days. And I drank on day 84. Right. That's pretty good. That's great. 84 fucking days is a hell of a run, Jason. I could have easily made it 110, but I didn't because I uh, couldn't really easily make it that much. <laughs> <laughs> it was going crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so, wait, I got to get back to the one other point that's really critical to this whole conversation because I was, I was trying to be very respectful of here. But Lauren, your wife or your fiance, who... I've never met, but I've seen pictures of stunning young woman. I think she's going to be awesome for you guys. You're going to do great. But she's never met Jared ever. No, no, ever. So like she's a little concerned. Do you guys have like a a backup plan? So let's say because Jared's a fun guy. We love Jared. One of my favorite guys in this world. Right. Trapped on an island. Short list. Jared's at the very top of it because I could be entertained. I could have good conversations with him. I'd enjoy it. That's why we do this thing together. But the reality is you got to have a plan B because what happens if Lauren comes out there, meets Jared and says, I like the guy. He's sweet, but I don't want him being the guy to lead my matrimonial commitment for the rest of my life. What's the backup plan? I know you got to have one. Well, no, but oh, no. we also have over a year. We also have over a year. So I mean, the backup plan is that if it doesn't work out, and Lauren, for some strange reason, isn't vibing with Jared, then then I guess we can find somebody else. But I'll definitely try. To so you're going to find otherwise. another fiance if this doesn't work out. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the move. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm getting. I'm getting another fiance. Jared's got to do it. Yeah, I mean that's the move. So um, I am. Invi- I am actually visiting LA. Um, in September, I'll be out there for, I think, uh, what am I out there for? Six days, something like that. Um, so yep. I'll be spending time with them. And we definitely got to go to the comedy store. Want to do that. Um, I, might of have, course. I might have Kyle take me into the ocean and see if I can at least stand on a surfboard. I will not Fun. be able to stand on a surfboard. There's a 0% chance. Um, and then, yeah, but I'll be meeting Lauren and kind of lining everything up and trying to see exactly uh, how we can make this successful, you know? Once again, I'm, it's not about me. That, that's the best part about this. That's why there's no pressure. It's about the love of two people. And, you know, Kyle's one of the best guys ever. I mean, I remember the first time I brought him to that tailgate, Jason, and we were like, this guy, like, we got to hang out with this kid. Like, he's awesome. And, you know, he's going to go places in life. We knew it from the very beginning. We don't really, I don't really hang out with kids that are younger than me. I say kids, but I mean, what? I mean, you're 28, right, Kyle? Yeah, I'm 28. Yeah, so it's not like you're like really But I, I was, 
I, I was still a kid when you took me there, man. I was definitely still a kid. You guys shaped a lot for me, so I, I appreciate that. Yeah, and it was it was great to have you around too because it took the pressure of me being the hottest guy at like the tailgate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I? I met drunkest. I'm sorry, I did not meet hottest. Yeah, I, met <laughs> I was I was gonna say drunkest too. <laughs> I don't I don't know if you heard in the podcast but the other day we were talking about that the 2014 year of fireball where like oh. all we did was oh. fireball Kyle. That's it. It's all we did. No. I don't want to go back. <laughs> no, no. Fireball is not allowed anymore. Not a chance. So I, I so <sighs> I've got some concerns. Are we going to be able to like, is this going to be like broadcast live? Like, are we going to get good recordings of this? How are we going to, can you stream it? Cause that would be amazing. Stream the wedding. Absolutely. I mean, we're going to have a videographer. <laughs> Well, but I don't know about streaming. We're gonna need to. We're gonna need at least a copy of the whole event, right? Well, I, I oh, thought we were sure. gonna have two sure. guys being dudes going live at the wedding. I think there'd be nothing greater than if we could set a table up and do the podcast, and you would get up <laughs> during like the middle. Booth? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you would get up in the middle. I could bring. How about we bring Doctor Mem in? He's a married guy. He knows yeah. you very well. We could do color and play by play. You could be the guest. We could interview Lauren. We could interview Kyle. We could make it a really special moment for the show. <laughs> Where are we getting married, Kyle? Are we getting married outside or inside? Uh, so it's uh, it's in Cleveland at Sapphire Creek Winery. In so Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah, I don't. Even, I don't even know that. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought it was California. I'm going out there to see. No, we moved it to. <clears throat> yeah, we moved it to Ohio because, I mean, pretty much all of our families are in Ohio and most of our old friends are back in Ohio and, you know, with the occasional ones we've met here in L.A. and, you know, those that have moved to New York, it's just easier. It's more centrally located. Plus, we're, it's going to be in October, um, so the weather should be nice. The trees are changing your colors and stuff like that. Can I zip line into the wedding, yes or no? Yes. Fucking, this is going to be awesome. Jared, I got $1,000 for you. If you wear Shawn Michaels white leather pant outfit and do the zip line. Oh, shit. That's what I want to do. That would be spectacular. That's exactly what I'm thinking of. I I could see that. I mean, he's the showstopper. It just works out perfectly. I mean, I think think my best play is when I walk up, because I'll have like papers that I'm reading from. I think I pull the papers out of my pocket and I'll be like, hi, everyone. My name's Jared. And I've been, you know, I've had a problem for 18 years and be like, oh, sorry, wrong meeting. And like put it back Boom. in my pocket. I like that. Oh, oh, oh. set the wedding <laughs> off with a good little alcoholic tone. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle's like, shit, 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 shit. I'm fucked, dude. I'm so fucked. <laughs> no, I'm actually, I'm going to go, I'm going to sneak into a few weddings too so I can watch uh, how like other people, what the, what it's like. Cause I, I mean, I paid attention during a lot of the weddings, but you never think you're going to do it. So the whole time they go, yeah. Corinthians and Jesus came down and someone threw a rock at him. You know, these two love each other, sit down here, eat Christ, uh, somebody drink some wine, uh, rings come out, they kiss, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in, in the, the, the personal touch is, uh, is probably the most important. That's why, I'd, you know, that's why I really wanted to have you over just some random person at a church and stuff like that. So the, the last wedding that we were at, the last wedding we were at, the guy was incredible. And he was like, so... That's when that's when Lauren was like, "Can Jared do this?" And I'm like, "I'm not saying that Jared can do that, but Jared is the best person for this job." Did you have like, can we get a record? Can you like, you went to the wedding? You must know the people. Can I get a like a video of that? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. His name's Connor. I already told him that I was going to get you in touch with him. He's going to give you some notes, and he's going to give you his like uh, his rundown of how he usually does it, and then I'll give you a recording of it. This might be my new career. I might be leaving Bacardi to do this full time. So we do have a backup um, plan. <laughs> Connor's yeah, the backup plan. Yeah. All right, that's good. That's good. I like this. I'm gonna. I'm personally gonna fly Connor to this wedding on my own dime and be like, "Hey, man. Like, worst case scenario, I might need you to go in here. Like, this might have to." Happen. <laughs> well, we could have him doing commentary of how well you're doing while you're actually doing it up in the booth. I mean, on the podcast, yeah, the live podcast. That yeah, would. That's completely possible. I mean, all 19 <laughs> of our listeners would be thrilled. They could kind of go along this ride <laughs> with us. <laughs> I'm just glad I can zip line into the wedding. Yeah. So that's with white pants. With I'm white worried. Pants. I mean, that's that is going to be the event, October 2019 in Cleveland. Wow, that's it. That's and a, uh, don't worry about the liquor. I'll make sure you're taken care of. We uh we already bought the uh the full the full open bar for the entire time, the highest quality open bar that they are offer. You, are, are you going to be mad if I spill onto your uniform? I still <laughs> the one that you're the, the uniform that you're wearing that's mine yeah what <laughs> no man can i have this can i have the sword at the wedding i don't have the sword anymore what the where's the sword at man I, that thing's expensive i just passed it down to who like another marine yeah what if you they guys all have to get during... together and like protect this nation? You guys are just we only share have one fire. sword. <laughs> <laughs> don't use the sword, man. Oh, okay. Nobody I... uses the sword. So first off, he man does, idiot. So take that back, Jason. Let's make, <laughs> let's make a guess here, me and you. How much the sword costs? I'm gonna say the sword is four thousand dollars. I mean, he just said he got the highest level of open bar for his wedding, so the most expensive alcohol you can get, but. He won't splurge on the sword. I know Kyle. Kyle's a smart kid. I, I think I think four might even be high, Jared. I think it's like twenty two hundred. The sword is probably about four hundred dollars. What the fuck is wrong with you? You gave your sword away and it's only four hundred dollars? Jared, you have to think about it. I wasn't making this kind of money. I was making seventeen thousand dollars a year and spending seventeen and a half thousand dollars of it on alcohol. If you would have came to me and been like, hey, hey, do you want to invest in this sword? I would have bought, I will buy a sword right now for $400. Any sword. <laughs> well, we can, we can order you a sword. Uh, thank you very much. That's very nice of you. And I'll expect it at the wedding. I'll have, I'll have it during the ceremony. Jared, that is coming out of the pyrotechnics right. uh, budget, though. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I can't imagine just. <laughs> Surprising Jared with the sword. He just takes it super serious and walks up in the middle of the wedding. The sword on his right side. And you, you can kiss the bride and he starts flinging it around everywhere. Sounds like you're, see, you're already getting teary-eyed. This thing's working out perfect. Dude, I'm laughing. Oh, I'm aware. Well, no, I, and once again, I mean, it, it is fun to laugh about and everything like that, but I'm going to take it dead serious. Um, I think you guys both know when I put my mind to something, I, I, you know, I'm Icarus. I'll take it all the way to the sun. I'll get obsessed with it. So I'm going to definitely study up, see what everybody else has done, like to make them awesome. And, you know, I'm going to bring, I'm going to bring the heat of a thousand suns. Can I make a suggestion? Yeah. Suggest it up. I'm really happy Kyle joined us for this call because that, that gave me some clarity. Right. So I I can now tell that Kyle's completely lost his fucking mind, but that's fine. So I think the next appropriate (laughs) step 
is that we have Lauren on and let her meet you in this environment. Let her, your natural environment. Cause you want to see the ape as he exists in the wild. You don't want to bring him in this refined Jared's in a good, trying to be nice Jared, calm Jared. We need to see him in this environment. And so I think- How about this? She listens to a few podcasts and then comes on so she can know, understand what this podcast is all about. As long as she doesn't listen to podcast number 22. Yeah, just steer her away from the one where I'm talking about throwing rocks at Jesus, man. Steer away. <laughs> okay, yeah, I can do that. We can have her hop on later at a different one. All right. Let's do that, that for sure. That's, that's the right. That's the right thing because there's too much to this. I mean, we've got what 15 months, something like that now, like because you'll have the countdown. I I want to see the maturation of Jared when it comes to this because I I truly, in all joking aside, I think he could do a wonderful job at this. But there is that one opportunity that it could just go off rails too, and that's what I'm looking <laughs> for. That's what that's what I hope for. <laughs> It's crossed my mind before that that can happen. I mean, I'm making a list over here of things. I'm like, this is what I got to do. And the first thing I listed was sword. So, I mean, <laughs> so, I mean things are, things could get very interesting. Zip line, sword, white leather pants. <laughs> and by the way, yes, I was thinking, does somebody hold my sword while I zip line? Because you would hate to see me fall and like cut myself with the sword coming off the zip line before the wedding starts. Because once again, I, I don't yeah. want to be about me. So I don't want to get a cut on my leg beforehand. When I'm ziplining, that's, that's running with scissors to the next level. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. By the way, why do they always make you run with scissors aimed at yourself? I always thought that was so stupid. Like the way you're supposed they don't to stab somebody else. Yeah, but the chances of you stabbing someone while you're falling, it's more like you're just going to jab yourself. How do you carry the scissors? You you're don't carry, to carry with the... like the cut part in your hand. But that isn't how you would get. Like I would carry them with the blades out, right? Here, look, scissors. This is how I would carry them. That's they tell you not to carry them that way. You're supposed to carry it like within your hand. Okay. Huh. And that's how we'll wrap this up. Kyle, thanks for being on. We're gonna uh, we're gonna draft some shit now. So. All right. Sounds good. Good Appreciate luck, Kyle. I, hey, I, I think you're uh, yep. a braver soul than I am, uh, and we look forward <laughs> thanks, to Jason. finding out more and more. <laughs> I can't wait. I mean, this is this this is reason to continue living for the next 15 months for me. All right, great talking to you guys. All right, All right talk to you soon. See you, bye. Jason, I'm fucking, dude, this is nuts, man. This is ridiculous. This, dude, this is so much responsibility. It's insane. I, like, I, it's I, it's definitely, like, I can feel it right now on the shoulders, like, a little bit. You but should. I mean, this is serious. Like, I mean, like, hopefully, not probably traditionally, but hopefully I only get married once. Yeah. I can't imagine going to my wife going, hey, and I'll just use you for an example. Hey, why don't we just let Jared marry us? I, oh, I, I meant to ask him how many people are going to be at the wedding. Because that's where I'm going to, that's the, that number is going to be like, that's going to be pressure. Well, he's got a lot of I'm friends. Text, I'm texting you right now. A lot of family. I'll do the over under at 80. Oh, that's it? Yeah. At, at the actual wedding. I had like five, I was going to be like 500 people. You think it's going to be one of those big, big ones? I don't know. That's scary. Those are usually when you're like a socialite and you've got, and you've been in the same place for the whole time. I don't know anything about Lauren's family. So maybe, uh, or honestly, but man, that would be a lot. Cause we had 200 at mine and that was 150 too many. Well, I will say this on my, on my side, I was a communications major. 
so I, so I did a lot of a lot of speeches back in the day. Um, I'm in sales every single day, and I'm very successful with what I do. Um, I did the school announcements my senior year. Ooh. Took that. Ooh. Everybody thought everybody thought I wouldn't be able to do that. Took that seriously. Made a lot of funny references that people didn't catch on to during the announcements. Uh, and I announced like all like sporting events and stuff like that, and what? I was really good at. It, so. I just I think it's really going to depend on the material. And if you're looking for what kind of feedback, you know, like if you're trying to get a laugh and a certain thing, you don't get it and it goes flat. How do you recover out of that? You know, if you bomb I make fun of myself, I just make fun of myself. Right. Right. Be like, well, they're the idiots that put me up here. Like, what the hell? Like, you know, the first joke I'm going to make is about how they're not paying me. Right. Right. I'm going to probably go right into like a Rodney Dangerfield. Like, yeah, that's going to be tough when you zip line in and land unbuckling, so dismounting. Do I zip line over the people? Oh, absolutely. No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's why you yeah. can't have the sword. You don't want the sword hanging off your hip and banging people in the head. Well, I think Kyle holds on to the sword. Right. And, and presents gets, it to you as yeah. if this is this is my life that I couldn't spend $400 on. That's wild. That's wild. Giving it to you. Yeah. I wonder where his sword's at. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy him a sword for a gift. But here's a sword, man. That's a wedding gift? I'm just gonna, you know what? I'm gonna give him a sword every single year for his birthday. You think they're registered at Cousins Army Navy? That's where they're <laughs> registered. For- <laughs> oh, shit, get him an engraved canteen. <laughs> <laughs> a bag of MREs is gonna be provided. We got the best liquor, but you're eating powdered chicken for dinner. <laughs> I'm glad we got everything cleared up though, so we know what, what, what kind of what I, I'm up. I just can't believe it, but that's awesome. Good, good for Kyle. Good for you. That pressure. Yeah. Man. You know what the other pressure is? I'm going to LA in uh, September. No days off right now, man. Gym, you got to be in the gym every day. You can't be going out there doughy. You can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. And you're out there eating fucking White Castle chicken rings with cheese sticks through them. They don't do that shit in LA. In LA, they might put you in jail for that. Yeah, they put like tofu through like lettuce like kyle's pretty enough that he can be in la i don't know about you that's why they had to shift the wedding to cleveland <laughs> yeah like you can't fucking shift this guy in on a chance you're too much of a dude you can't do that yeah terrible all right you ready to do a draft sure okay so dude's draft this week is a craziest craziest athlete this is professional athlete or amateur i guess too but it does not have wrestling involved okay um so for me, when I was thinking of this list, it's like antics on and off the court that make them crazy. Okay. Did you, did you agree with that? So it's like not only what, the, you know, here's some crazy thing he did here, but I think every single one of our athletes, we're going to use the word drug and alcohol. Let's just put it that way. I don't know. My list is, I got some crazy athletes. I, that, I mean, how deep do you want to go? Do you want to just draft three or do you want to do four? I, I'm good either way. I mean, I got a list of three, six, eight. Cause I think we're going to probably have some duplicates. So I was trying to make sure I covered my bases. So I got eight names and this is, and here's where I got caught. I went with some, like there's going to be a couple on here. You won't have because it's like my favorite crazy athlete. Right. And I sent like one of these, like the guy like played in way back in the day, like beginning of the 1900s. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I wasn't around then. So I don't know those very well. I know, but you know, I like reading books and shit like that. So books. I like old school sports books. Well, it's Calvin and Hobbes are like old school baseball books. So, uh, so funny. I love baseball books, but I hate watching baseball. And it's so like, funny because I, I hate baseball books, but I love watching baseball. 
Oh God! I, the, I went to the Clippers game the other day. I was like, God damn, dude, it was so boring. This is the so fucking boring. The, this is the homestand. The Cubs are finally back, so as you can tell, I got the stripes on today. Gonna go play Minnesota. All right, so I get first pick, right? Yep. You're gonna hate me. My first pick is the probably one of the most decorated athletes ever on this list. I don't know many people that could top what this person had achieved. But on the scale of crazy, 100% easily the craziest person. I don't care what you say, what you throw at. My number one craziest athlete is Bruce Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I'm referencing the athlete Bruce Jenner. No one's been crazier than that. This hey, can you explain why? Where you're going to go here? This man has literally taken everything that he was as an athlete oh, and no. totally replaced that now. He's no longer even a man. He is a woman. Yeah, now. baby. So I don't know in the world of arguments, you can talk about cross-dressers. You could talk about drug use. You could talk about all the crazy stuff that I'm sure we'll talk about. But at the end of the day, the craziest in my world of two guys being a dude, the craziest fucking thing you can be is an Olympic decathlon gold medal list as a man who now resides like number one fucking athlete of like, our, yeah, right. Wheaties box. Like you said, everything you can possibly do, but now he's a woman and he has a show and he was given the humanitarian of the year award or whatever that was, because he became a woman. And his entire participation, you can watch the transition of this super athlete into becoming a middle-aged woman that I don't want to deal with during the entire career of the Kardashian show. So it's amazing. There's no, to me, there's no other, I couldn't, this list, when you said do this, I said, I only have one answer because no one else is going to be this fucking crazy. That's the craziest athlete I have, period. Being a woman sucking a man's body is pretty fucking crazy. I mean, and the, like the fact that he felt that while he was like in the Olympics doing this, doing that stuff, like fighting that, holding that back, that side, and being the like most manly man, like winning that event. And I mean, Bruce Jenner was huge. Like, I just, I don't think people understand how big of an athlete Bruce Jenner was. So that was not on my list, but uh, I'm a little embarrassed. That's pretty fucking good. Thank That's you. That's pretty fucking good. By the way, did we ever come up with the answer? Does he buy new underwear when he loses his wiener? Uh, I don't know. I still, I haven't done enough research, nor do I plan on it. I figured at that time you may have done some research yeah. on that. I, I looked think up, when you lose your wiener, you got to get new underwear. I think you have to, right? Yeah. 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 You don't right. want, you don't want loose fitting underwear. All right. I want to hear your number one is. You've completely thrown my list off now because there's somebody who I didn't bother to do much research on because I thought for sure he would go number one. Craziest athlete of all time for me is Mike Tyson. Yeah. yeah. Um, Solid I number mean, two in my book. Solid yeah. number two. <laughs> and like I had already given up on him. We'll do, did you say you want to do four? Sure. That's fine. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I'd already given up on him, but I mean, come on, guys. I mean, he wanted to eat Evander Holyfield's children, uh, bit his ear off, uh, rape case, found guilty. Still, that's still weird. I'm not, I don't know everything we know, what happened there, but um, uh, owned tigers at his house in Ohio. Uh, just every single press conference went crazy. Bit Evander Holyfield's leg actually at a press conference, correct? Mm -hmm. I, I right. believe. Right. Um, tattoo on the face. Right. Um, still like his like still having uh, uh, 
cocaine problems to this day, like still having like super problems, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he's just an interesting guy all around. I think he's crazy as hell. So he's my number one, or yeah, number one pick. And if you haven't seen that one man show of his, it's fucking spectacular. Yeah. It's so good. I have to admit though, I met him. I think we were in Vegas together when I met him. Yeah, it was uh, yeah. last year, I think. Man, he's he was space rocket, man. Another planet, barely yeah. there, which was a yeah. shame. But yeah, I mean, he's easily, when I made the list, I knew that Mike Tyson was probably going to go number one in your world. And so I felt, well, Jared's missing the obvious one. If you landed on the obvious one with Caitlin, then I figured that I'd have a good solid backup number two. Because arguably, uh, one of the craziest athletes who still has an impact on society today. I mean, to me, it was one of the best boxes I'd ever seen. So I don't know. Yeah. 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 So Fucking Bruce Jenner. Jesus Christ. So uh, since I went, I went as far crazy as possible. Yeah. My number two rivaled my number one. And there is a possibility. I don't know exactly, but I think there's a possibility that they are related via blood now. Not a hundred percent certain on this, but how do you not take OJ Simpson? You want to know crazy. Let's not just talk about the fact that he probably realistically murdered two people, right? And cold blood, cut a head off, right? Did all that kind of stuff. But then let's take the fact of what he's done since then, where he, he held those guys under gunpoint to get his trophies back that he sold because he had no money. His, I mean, OJ Simpson's the craziest motherfucker there is. And he possibly is Chloe's dad. Possibly Chloe's dad, which may, would make him blood-related to Caitlyn. So that whole stream over there is fucked up. Like, I mean, I don't know how people that sit back and watch the Kardashians don't just go. Every male figure that has been on this is completely zonkers or crazy that has touched that bloodline. Right. So yeah. that. Well, except me- for Kanye. Except for Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Keep the hand. Yeah. <laughs> you can. Uh, uh, yeah. Orenthal's a good one, man. Uh, absolutely. I mean. I mean, Dead, not on like, your list, is he? No. Oh, yes, he is on my list. Oh, right he now. made it. Okay, good. Yeah. Oh, uh, because once again, when I was thinking of it, I was like thinking of like actually what they did on the field being crazy. So that's why I was like putting him back a little bit. But I, no, I completely agree. I mean, he he had to make it. I mean, he was definitely going to be picked. Um, yeah, two time murderer, crazy as fuck, man. I mean, shit. There's not much you can say about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. What's your uh, so? Mine is why I love Argentina soccer. Diego Maradona. Oh, yeah. Um, Diego Maradona used cocaine his entire life. Um, he once was going to get suspended in an Argentina league. And, uh, when he scored his, scored his first goal, he went to the, um, they always like run to the flag. And when he got to the flag, he acted like he was snorting the line. Yeah. The out of bounds line, which I always think is one of the greatest celebrations ever for anything ever in the history of time. Um, in 1994, he fired a compressed, um, air rifle at, um, people, or uh, journalists that were like on his land. Um, he like injured journalists. Like, so he, they thought he was like seriously shooting guns at him. Um, in 2010, when he was the coach of Argentina and they beat Uruguay to make it to the World Cup, he said, they can suck it and carry on sucking it. This is for all Argentinians. Is that how you say it? Argentinians? Argentinians. Argentinians. Yeah. Minus, minus the journalists. Um, and he's just absolutely crazy guy. Uh, this week when Argentina made it on, he was flipping the Nigerian fans off. Um, and then he was like, he was so drunk that they were like stumbling to get him into the stadium. Like everybody could see it. 
Um, he's easily, to me, either he's the second greatest player of all time for sure. He might be the first um, for pure like ability, but they needed all the coke and got fat. So this is like, soccer, right? I just want to make sure we're on the same page here. Yeah, Diego Maradona, hand of God. I mean, the craziest thing of all time, the most controversial goal in the history of soccer, he used his hand in the final to beat England, and it's called the hand of God. That is one of the greatest. I mean, that right there is craziest shit. So, Diego Maradona. Nice. My number three was tied with my number four side by side when I tried to go through craziness, right? They were they were neck and neck. I mean, it, it was it was so similar, it was scary how close they were. But I hope, I, my, my number three is like real big to me, so I hope you don't take it. Mine pulled ahead recently. Uh, if it wasn't for the last 30 days, he probably would have not gotten the three seed. He probably would have taken my four seed. But since he has come on so strong and made such an impact in our lives, we're talking about the negotiator of peace, Mr. Dennis Rodman. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's, 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 he's in my list, so. Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, if you think about everything that he's done, right? world champion basketball player undeniably right like like you can't argue the fact that he's a hall of fame caliber basketball player he's also hall of fame crazy right so i mean everything from his escapades when he dressed up as a bride to his multiple marriages he's had his multiple kids that he's had to his long lasting enduring and now very beneficial relationship with our great great friends in South Korea, <laughs> so North or Korea. North Korea, I was gonna, in North Korea. So I would suggest that uh, his impact on craziness has been delightful, educating, fun, and very beneficial for us. But he's also a crazy, crazy man. If you saw him crying in that interview when they were talking about meeting with Kim, it was outstanding, outstanding television. So Dennis Rodman gets my third pick. Don't forget, he tried to kill himself with a shotgun one time right. in the uh, parking lot, and it and he was trying to shoot himself in the mouth with a shotgun. Dude, it is so hard to kill yourself with a shotgun because the trigger is so far away. But he's just a freak. Yep, he's just a freak, man. By the way, he didn't do it. Uh, so I didn't want to spoil it for anybody. Um, yeah, so I like that one. Uh, and by the way, he was on the seventy-two and ten Bulls. Right. So it shows once again the power of Michael Jordan. For at least one year, he reigned Rodman in and was like this one Three year. Years. Like, we're gonna Three years. But that one year was like, we're not just going to coast. Like we're going to go for, we're going to go for this and try to get the most wins. Arguably you remove Rodman from that equation. The bulls don't win the sixth ring. No, and then he, he crushed Carl Malone. Yeah, he was all him. over him. Yep. Oh, and he crushed him in the WCW when they wrestled. That's right. Um, Jay Leno was in that match, by the way. Uh, all right. So my NWO number three for life. Yeah. For life. Uh, my number three is easy. Um, just one of those athletes. I mean, we, Whenever I even hear the word burning a heater, it's who I think of, John Daly. Yeah. Uh, John Daly is an alcoholic. He's a drug user. Um, how many times has he banned? Every year we hear something crazy about him. Um, in 2008, he was uh, uh, detained for being drunk outside of a Hooters. Like if I just told you, I mean, he's sponsored by Hooters. We know that. Right. But if I would have just said that sentence and he wasn't sponsored by Hooters, you would have said John Daly in the, at least the first or second guess. Like, Absolutely. Like, oh, yeah, probably probably yeah. John Daly. Yeah. Um, I just want to tell this one story about him. Um, he says that he's lost over $50 million to $60 million in um, gambling in his life. In 2005, he won $750,000 for winning a tournament, some world golf championship. In all of October, 
He went through $1.5 million in Vegas on fucking slot machines. And he went through uh, $600,000 in 30 minutes mm. in slot machines. Mm-hmm. That's fucking crazy, man. Oh, yeah. And he won, and he won two championships, man. He won two fucking <laughs> uh, majors. So, I mean, it, it's just a crazy life. And I mean, he was a freak athlete. But uh, yeah, man, he's, uh, he's definitely, uh, definitely fucking crazy. He's on my list. I had him, uh, I watched a documentary of him and he was in his big RV outside of a Hooters selling t-shirts and doing autograph yeah. sessions. Uh, it looked pretty happy. I mean, the fact that uh, I remember at the Memorial tournament when he would take a tall boy out and put a ball on top of it and knock the ball 400 yards. I mean, you're just like, this is impossible. The stuff this guy did. My favorite is the transition out of alcohol and into M&Ms and Cokes. Yep. yep. That'd be my favorite way to battle that. Screw yep. Alcoholic Anonymous. Just apply double M instead of double A. It's the right way to yeah. go, baby. So <laughs> <laughs> good pick. I like it. Uh, so he's on my list. He was one, two, three, four, five. He was my fifth pick. Okay. So he wasn't going to make my list uh, and, uh, unless you stole one of my top three. Mm-hmm. So my fourth one, very similar to my third pick. This is where they were running side by side. Mm-hmm. Uh, you gain points of craziness when you change your name, right? Sometimes you do it in a way that's uh, representing your religion, kind of have Muhammad Ali. There was no mm-hmm. kind of comedic part to that. But when, uh, when Ron Artest became Meta World Peace, yeah. uh, I think that solidified his position as number four in my list. Yeah. Uh, still one of the greatest crazy moments ever in sports history is when he jumps into the stands and starts beating fans of that Pacers game. Uh, the fight was and one of the and one of the greatest nicknames ever for anything, the malice in the palace. Yeah. Malice in the palace was just awesome, but his change of personality and who he is uh, like uh, watching him on celebrity big brother this year. Mm-hmm. He's just crazy. Just absolutely yeah. crazy. But it seems like an awesome guy, like a guy I'd oh. want to hang out with, like a lot. He's a guy being a dude. Right, absolutely guy being a dude. But again, incredible basketball player. Maybe the top defensive player for like a three-year window in the league. I mean, yeah. as a Laker, Lakers don't win some of those championships if Ron Artest isn't there. I mean. Dude, and he, he hit a three in game seven against Boston. Oh. He hits the ball and the entire crowd screams no. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa! And he like and he like does a weird like double clutch. He's like shut it, and he shoots it, and makes it. And it's like I've never seen Laker fans be like, Whoop. yeah. Thank God, man. So yeah, I like Ron. He he makes me laugh. I think he's a crazy crazy guy. I was trying to not do a, a, a almost Rodman one A one B kind of vote here, but if I looked across the board at some of my other ones, uh, I, you know, I'm a basketball guy. There's one thing that I've determined was there wasn't enough craziness in baseball. And I'm sure it's because I just, because I was going to talk about guys pissing on their hands and all that kind of stuff. At the end of the day, a lot of it's just tradition. It's not crazy. I've got three crazy baseball players left. Okay. Um, By the way, one of the best stories, um, Ron Artest tells a story when he grew up in Brooklyn that somebody like lost a basketball game and they didn't come off the court. And so the guy whose team should have been playing, he went to his house, broke off a bedpost and came and killed the guy. Like stabbed him with it and killed him. That's understandable. Like, and he was like, that's why it's easy for me to play in the NBA. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. On to the next. Uh, so my last one, this is tough for me, man. Um, I've got like names everywhere. 
Uh, I, I'm going to go with just some guy that I love um, okay. in the history of baseball. His name's Rube Waddell. Um, he was the greatest. Um, he was like better than Cy Young. Like seriously, like he was killing Cy Young back in the day. He still holds the record for most strikeouts in the American League in one year. It's like 390 something. It's crazy. He like pitched every single day. But let me just read this real quick on his Wikipedia and you'll get all you need. Like he was actually retarded. Like they use the term retarded in his own book. His book is really fucking good. Okay. Let's see. Waddell's career wound through a number of teams. He was unpredictable. He had a long-standing fascination with fire trucks, and he had to run off the field to chase them during games. He performed as an alligator wrestler in the offseason. He was easily distracted by opposing fans who held up puppies and shiny objects, which seemed to put him in a trance on the mound. An alcoholic for much of his life, Waddell reportedly spent his first signing bonus on the drinking binge. His uh, eccentric behavior left to constant battles with his managers and scuffles between teammates, um, yada, yada. And the best part is he died because he was barn. He was like on a, what do they call it? Barn, barnstorming when they went like yeah. from city to city. Right. And there was a flood in Kentucky and they needed to build a dam. And he was like super, super tall. And like, he was like the only one that could stand in the water. So it was like up to his armpits. He like helped them build a dam, got pneumonia and died three days later. Wow. Wild dude. Like when you read books about him, it's insane when they were like, all these like athletes that were like you know drinking and stuff like that and then like there was an actual like he he had to have a handler like he was retarded it was it's crazy man like he actually had like he it was missing chromosomes kind of shit but he was like that good at stuff so unbelievable man unbelievable wow nice all right that was a good rundown so it's uh here's this tyson uh maradano john daly and rube waddle waddell waddell Yep. All right. Mine was Bruce Jenner, OJ Simpson, Dennis Rodman, and Ron Artest. The ones I wanted to do was Carl Everett. Um, uh-huh. Carl Everett has a lot of good uh, religious takes and doesn't believe that dinosaurs are real and thinks the white man put the bones into the ground to, to trick people. It's a really good story. John Rocker is a good one. Uh, yeah. Carl Ep- Oh, yeah. I already said uh, Eli Nastasi. Pete Weber Jr. Pete Weber Jr. is a sneaky, funny one, man. Yeah, yeah, I love that guy. Um, Rashid Wallace. Yeah. Uh, Tiger Woods, by the way. Yeah. You could have snuck Tiger into this argument mm. and uh, Ray Carruth yeah. and uh, slash Aaron Hernandez. But right. Huh. I don't really want to bring those up. You got most of mine. The only other ones, I mean, I have Chris Anderson. Uh, the Birdman was always nuts, uh, I thought. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Bill Romanowski. Yep. Um, yep. Romo. <laughs> yeah. But I was, I was, you know, mine, the craziest ones popped in my head very quickly. So I had my list, you know. It was simple. So cool. All, All right. We're going to try a new segment here, guys. Um, me and Jason are going to work on this, getting it right. I'm just going to do a version of it today and see how it goes. We're going to nominate a dude being a guy of the week going forward. Um, the best way, I think me and Jason will just keep our eye on the, or, uh, you know, uh, ears on the streets and eyes open and we'll find somewhere where some, uh, a guy is being a dude. Uh, this week, I'm actually going to nominate a couple um mayor they're from cincinnati uh, mayor bill wilson 84 and his husband bill smith 60 got into a mutual combat fight after an argument that started about leaving a pride parade in cincy um it was they have double domestic violence charges and double restraining orders um they were getting hammered and were arguing who was going to drive home and he one's the mayor 
He is the he's a fucking mayor. The mayor of Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, no. El, 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 Elmwood. Elmwood. Just Elmwood some tiny place. little place. So all right. Yeah. So, so he's a mayor, an elected official. He's eighty something. His husband is sixty something. They got drunk at a pride parade, and then they got into a fight. And each had domestic violence charges levied on him. Is a domestic violence charge worse than a uh, a fight charge for fighting? I'm I'm, I'm asking this in all reality. I, I think no domestic. Idea. I think domestic is worse. Worse. So so I would have never said I was married to the fucker. I'd be like, I got into a fight with this guy because that would be easier. But I guess if you're on record as being married, then it's kind of hard not to make it domestic. I guess. So, According to documents, the fight began because Wilson did not want to leave the Cincinnati Pride Parade. A female witness told police she was drinking with the couple downtown and Smith wanted to go home, which caused tension. Smith's While the older the car- one? Yes, he's 60. Okay. While in the car, the two argued over who was the drunkest and who, would be, and who should be driving. Smith, stuck, or Smith struck Wilson in the face when the car was stopped as they were pulling off the interstate. The witness told the police that she went back to the couple's home after initially getting out of the car and trying to walk home. After leaving the couple's home, she could hear them screaming and, and a loud fight coming into the residence. So those are it's your du- guys being dudes? Of the week, man. I mean, that's just guys being dudes. Like, they're really drunk at a gay parade. And guess what, man? They went, one, one went home, one didn't. They didn't know who was drunker. They fought. I nominate them as my uh, number one guys being dudes of the week. All righty. Good. That's very controversial first pick. I would say. very controversial. I, I, I'm not sure. I don't have picks because this is a new thing. So we'll, yeah. we'll we'll allow those picks to rain through. So I believe they'll be getting two t-shirts and hats sent to them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just gonna drive them down. I'm yeah. gonna drive them down to Cincinnati for them. So if you know somebody that, if anybody of our listeners has somebody that should be a dude of the week, they should put it on our Facebook page, and that Definitely. person could win cash prizes. Or hats or shirts. Or, or, or I'll officiate their wedding. Or uh, that was the grand prize. I was like, you got to hold off because you could have an official official officiate. Oh, uh, he said 125 to 150 people for the wedding, by the way. All right. So mid-size, nice, nice size wedding. No, no. All right. Uh, okay. And then, guys, uh, we also have another new segment. <laughs> but this one is going to bring in betting, which I think is going to be a lot of fun because once we get to football, we're going to have a lot of fun with this. This is going to be called What Happens Next? And I'm going to be the first one to throw this out to Jason. And then every week, we'll, we might go back and forth. We're just going to figure this out. But I think there's going to be fun topics for this. So for you, Jason, I'm asking you, what will happen next? Will a hole-in-one on hole 12 at the Masters, the last time this happened, was Curtis Strange in 1988. And it's got to be a, during the four-day Master, not the par three, yes. not practice. The actual yep, Thursday through Sunday. Okay. All right. Yep. And it hasn't happened since 88. So 28 years. Okay. A white American goes number one in the NBA draft. Kurt Benson was the last one to do it in 1978. He was on the undefeated Indiana team. Right. Or will a white cornerback start in the NFL? The last time was 15 years ago, Jason Seahorn. One game or a season? I would say he has to start half the season. Okay. Half the season. White corner, hole in one. One is eliminated. I'm, I'm eliminating NBA. There's, that's gone. That's not going to happen. I completely agree. Uh, trying to think of the quality. I, I guess I'm going to go with the hole in one. You want to make a $5 bet? Yeah, we'll do a $5 bet. 
Five dollar holla. All right, I like it, and we'll try to figure that one out. So you have hole one at the Masters, which on is 12. awesome. Right, it'd be awesome to see on twelve. And I gotta find me a fucking speed burner white cornerback, man. One of the funniest things in sports that like no, that is not talked about is how there's no white cornerbacks. Like that is a wild. Right. Because there's so many like you think the Patriots would like move Amendola to play cornerback at some point or something like that. you know what I'm saying like something quirky like that would happen. But oh, since 2003, and think about it after, but if you go further back than Seahorn. I don't. It probably uh, yeah. has to go back to mid '90s. Yeah, I can't think of anybody. I mean, Seahorn, and, and and I'm not as versed in football as you are, but that one even popped into my head. Like when I was saying it, when you said it to me originally, I was like, "Well, it's Seahorn," <laughs> and that was it. And the reason I know it's Seahorn because he's a white guy playing corner. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, it like blew us all away. It right, was like the right. craziest shit of all time. Huh, nice. Well, this podcast has gone long today. Yeah, but I think it was good because the wedding thing. We definitely had to get that all figured out. So, yeah, that, you know, we it was it was good that we did that. So yeah, so I got I got to shut it down. Got to head up to Wrigley now. So awesome. Follow us on Twitter at Two Guys Being Dudes at JB Cam I I I and at J Frost. Follow on Instagram at Two Guys Being Dudes. Visit us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Two Guys Being Dudes and on the web at www.twoguysbeingdudes.com.